millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favorite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films you'll be hearing about on our show are unique in their own way. And today, for our first Christmas miniseries episode, we'll be discussing the holiday. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Mr. Napkinhead. Oh, hello, I'm Mr. Napkinhead. Oh, Jude Law. How is Jude Law hot with a napkin over his head? Jude against the law to be so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) He can take a leak on my doorstep any day. Oh, dear. Yeah, this is why we're doing the whole Christmas miniseries. It's just so we have an excuse to talk about Jude Law. I think that's fine. (laughs) Listen, I'm so glad that we are able to do this. Look, Emily and I are actually doing our own international adventure at the moment. Emily is in Norway. We didn't want to let that stop us doing a Hey Now, Hey Now Christmas miniseries. So we are currently recording this over a little thing called the internet. Don't know if you've heard of it. If anyone wants to know what the film is about, it's about two women depressed at Christmas who you think have very different lives and yet they share the same problem. And when they switch homes, each girl finds something that they're looking for and it isn't that they're looking for love, it's that they get their soul restored. And it's just so magical. Which is perfect and it's what life is about. It's those moments like when Cameron finally sheds a tear at the end and Kate Winslet finally shuts the door on Jasper and it's like, I'm over you, I'm done. It's like, yes, they did it. Thank God. Thank God she got that gumption. What is gumption? So one of the best reasons about discussing the holiday is that you are actually uh, listening to two people who have grown up in Surrey, where Iris is from. So I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, we have the insight to tell you Anansi Meyer's Surrey is not Surrey. Sorry to say. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I am drinking red wine. Clink, clink. (laughs) Over the camera. Perfect. 2020 has been crazy and you deserve this. (laughs) 
And who doesn't love the holiday? I'm so glad we're starting with this. This is my favorite film of all time. And I'm sorry if that makes me sound like a basic bitch. Hey. It's on Caramel Frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, as of today, the Starbucks red cups have come into effect. And I, and I really thought of you. So, oh, we'll have a hazelnut latte soon when I'm home. All right, I'll buy one and then hold it until you're back. And then by then it's going to be all like <laughs> moldy and cold and solidified. But um, it's the thought that counts, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Let's get into it. So The Holiday was released on the 8th of December 2006. All I know is I love Nancy Meyer's films and my only goal in life is to own a mansion and have an olive wreath on the door. Oh, that screamed elegance. Now, how old is Cameron Diaz supposed to be in this film? Because how is she affording that mansion? I think she's supposed to be in her 30s. (laughs) What? I know. My God. I only hope that, you know, she inherited that mansion from a relative because, like, are we supposed to be aiming for, like, that mansion in a few years i don't see that for us it's really putting pressure on (laughs) on our timelines you know (laughs) oh gosh when um kate winslet filmed this film she was also divorced two times she already had three kids she really knows about this love stuff (laughs) well she's great in it i mean all the like let's just run through the cast real quick so we have kate winslet who plays Iris Simpkins, Cameron Diaz, who plays Amanda Woods, Jude Law, who plays Graham, or Graham. Graham Crackers. There's an H. Say it. Yeah. (laughs) And then we have Jack Black, who plays Miles. And apparently when Nancy Miles was writing this, she had all those actors in mind to play the characters. So yeah, they were all really key. I mean, who wouldn't want to be in a Nancy Myers movie? Oh, to be in one of those oh. kitchens? Oh, honey. Seriously, I'd do it for free. <laughs> I'd pay her. I and... just want to kiss Jude Law once, please. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be on his lips. It could be Mr. Napkin Head. <laughs> Pucker up, baby. <laughs> this film is long. Like, honestly, it's as long as winter itself. It's two hours and 16 minutes. <laughs> Something that I discovered when I was doing some research is that a few months after the movie came out the popularity of house swapping like was like seriously on the rise in fact so much so that police in England had to issue a warning around swapping homes with strangers due to identity fraud and murders imagine you're like oh I'm gonna have a little like Cameron Diaz Kate Winslet house swap and then next thing you know you're in the basement (laughs) locked up oh yeah just get the brandy it's by the scrabble you turn around to get it and they stab you Actually, funny you should say that because homeexchange.com or whatever website Amanda uses in the film is actually real. Yeah, if you want to risk getting murdered, you can go on that website. Okay, so Cameron Diaz plays Amanda. She was famous from starring in There's Something About Mary, Charlie's Angels, My Best Friend's Wedding, and Shrek. Everyone forgets about Shrek. I can't believe she chose an ogre over a short guy. (laughs) (laughs) Staying alive. Staying alive. Kate Winslet, who plays Iris. My favourite actress of all time. She's just incredible, isn't she? She was in Titanic, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Sense and Sensibility. And I just want to give a shout out to Kate Winslet's other Christmas connection, 
her song, What If, you will absolutely know it. It's one of my favourite Christmas songs. She goes, what if I had never let you go? You need to send that to me on Spotify ASAP, mister. Oh my goodness, okay. Her little love story now is that she's married to Richard Branson's nephew, Ned. So cute. So cute. And fun fact, Rufus Sewell, who plays Jasper, the curly-haired demon in The oh, Holiday. He dated I'm... Kate Winslet for three months in the mid-90s. So how weird to then be playing each other's like love interests in a film after. That's so awkward. So Jude Law, who plays Graham, he has starred in All My Dreams. When and I close my mine. eyes, it's just Jude. Naked in his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, nude. Uh, so he stars in The Talented Mr. Ripley, Closer, that film Alfie, The Grand Budapest Hotel. And he was also in the film Contagion alongside Kate Winslet. Yep. He also, with a little fact towards this film, he does have a daughter who's called Iris, which is really cute. Jude Law is actually named after the song Hey Jude. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. How cool. Yeah, so Jack Black plays Miles in the film. We obviously know him from School of Rock and Jumanji. And he's also the voice of the Kung Fu Panda. We should also just shout out to the fact that we've got Catherine Hahn in this film and also John Krasinski. Yes! My sister has the biggest crush on him. Oh, I hope my sister's fiancé isn't listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, John Krasinski plays Jim from The Office. Catherine Hahn, who's... She's been in a million things. She's really great in Parks and Recreation. Yeah, they are both amazing actors. I wish they had more of a role in the movie or that they had more scenes. John Krasinski needs as much screen time as he can get. How did Rufus (laughs) Sewell get more screen time than John Krasinski? Rufus Sewell. I actually can't go to a Soho house without thinking of Rufus Sewell. Jasper (laughs) from The Holiday. Darling, just a second. I'm just just going into Soho house. Like, oh. (laughs) Ew, uh, that is not exclusive literally everyone under the sun has a membership there that, that being said if Soho House want to sponsor us for this Christmas mini series get in touch 70 pound monthly membership is quite good for like the free bread and olives you get you could just bring a ton of empty bags and just stock up and then you've kind of broken even also I want to shout out a little cameo that Dustin Hoffman has so apparently the reason he's in the film he was just like driving by the film set He found out it was a Nancy Myers film. He's friends with Nancy Myers. And then they're like, okay, we'll just throw you into a scene and see what we can do. It's so amazing. I love that. And it's so good. It's just like a little like blink and you miss it cameo, but it works so well. So this is best supporting character. Now, I think we should start with the guy... Who ain't been busy since 1978? What? Who is that? Arthur! I ain't been busy since 1978. Oh, Arthur. He's so cute. Uh, He's an angel. He's just like heart of gold. And everything about him I'm just kind of obsessed with. His outfits. He just has the best advice. He says words like schmuck, which... It just can be applied to anything. What a schmuck. Anytime a bit of Yiddish is inserted into a film, I'm like, oh, yes, 
Do it for the Jewish people. The gardener in the LA cat. The scene where Amanda's throwing Ethan outside the house. Yeah. He would have your back in anything. Like, he did not want Ethan to admit that he had cheated with the receptionist. They've got bro code. But also, don't defend him. He's trash. We've got the old lady on the plane who's played by a woman called Judith Drake. So it's when Iris gets on the plane to go to LA. And she thinks that really hot guy is going to sit next to her. And then these two old ladies come on. And this one old lady is like, well, hello, dear. God, the next eight hours. When I was coming back from Vegas, I was in the middle and the guy next to me popped a sleeping pill. I think I had to stand on him, but that was his fault. (laughs) For sleeping. I'm not a person to say no to free Prosecco. So like, I am going to need to use the bathroom at some point. Then there's also the character who on IMDb is written down as Market Clerk. So when Amanda goes to the village and she goes to stock up on carbs and and lots of food for herself to be staying in in Rose Hill Cottage, the market clerk, she goes, oh, someone's having a party tonight. (laughs) Cameron's like, oh, yeah. Drinking red wine in the supermarket while shopping. Oh, God, that is just goals. Everyone loves yeah. shopping. Like if you're if you've had a day of day drinking and then you run into Tesco's to get some snacks. Oh, nothing is better. I'm so with you on that. Oh, it sets a standard. Amanda, come on. She's one of those women who eats carbs and then wants to kill herself. Yeah, she's like, I just want to eat carbs and not want to kill myself. Okay, spoiler alert, Cam. It's not that difficult. I do it every day. <laughs> Pasta is life. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm. So the best supporting character for the holiday has to be Hannah, Iris's colleague who struts around the telegraph smoking cigarettes. So you know the one, the woman who's like, oh, Jasper, what's the story with you two anyway? You were shagging him, weren't you? More importantly, I was in love with him, truth be known. Yes, yes, I remember. And then you found out he was shagging that drip from circulation, which is why I stopped shagging him. (laughs) I don't think we should be talking about this in the office party, but I always see you two together. He cheated on you, but you stayed friends. Does it look like I'm crying right now? (laughs) No, 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 no. It just looks like the cigarette smoke. You know, I never realised how pathetic you are. You know, when you catch your guy with another woman, you're not supposed to stay friends with him. You're supposed to never talk to the prick again. Yes! yes. She is giving the realness. No one wants that friend who's like, oh yeah, he's probably thinking this. He's probably thinking this. No, his uncertainty is your certainty, ladies. Nice. That is a good yes. bit of advice. And what's that line about the laundry? You're not supposed to do his laundry. She's like, Oh, God, do, do people say I do his laundry? It's <laughs> so good. So like, pathetic. Oh so, yes, Hannah, you are an absolute feminist icon. Yeah, have a sig on us. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So now we're going to do best musical moment. The holiday is blessed to have Hans Zimmer. He has done an array of films. He's so talented. He sells out the Royal Albert Hall, the best music venue you'll ever go to in London. The acoustic is blissimo. And that's where the Spice Girls performed in Spice World, the movie. So there we go. Hans Zimmer knows what he's doing. (laughs) Um, He's composed the music for this film. And I just want to give a huge shout out to him for getting me through my dissertation at university. The holiday soundtrack, it is the best soundtrack to do work to. The main theme of the holiday, you know, the... It's like so iconic. If you hear it, you just get transported. (laughs) In the opening scene where you see Miles' studio, they actually set that up to be exactly like Hans Zimmer's actual studio. Frudely do, doodly do, do, do. What a film. (laughs) That was that's when they're working out what Arthur's theme is. Yeah. And he's like, Iris, I wrote a song about you. And I only pick the good notes. Uh, What a line. You would get fanny flutters from that. (laughs) We do actually need to give a shout out to the bit where Miles drives up to the gate. It's Ennio Morricone. Remember when he's at the gate and he's like, Maggie, the flutes. Maggie does not care. Her head is thinking about that other guy's flute. Yes. When people are like really pretentious about music, it's such a turn off. But I guess... His life is music, so we have to give it to Miles. Like, okay, cool. That's what you get off on. So embrace it. Aside from that, I think there's only one other contender for best musical moment. And it is something that has stayed with me throughout three years of club nights at uni and where they have the, the indie night. And without fail... Mr. Brightside would come on and everyone oh. sings it in Cameron Diaz's intonation. And it's just become so iconic. Even today, people are singing it like her. So for context, Amanda on her first night gets a little bit red wine drunk at, at the cottage. Mm-hmm. 
and it's before Graham walks in isn't it that's right yeah yeah so it's her first night I think and she's just kind of like already bored and she's been there five hours come on Amanda give um sorry a chance so she's red wine drunk screaming along to Mr Brightside by the killers and there's that one bit and she's singing along and she goes choking on your alibi you have to sing it like that anytime that song comes on otherwise who are you we're recording this with red wine in hand so i feel (laughs) like we need to end this section with choking on your alibi right so now we're going to discuss best outfit and remember we are in 2006 so some of the fashions in this you probably wouldn't want today but Oh, of its time, it was just like peak fashion. We were living in the days of a skinny scarf. Shout out to actually both Iris and Amanda. They both had skinny scarf moments. Iris's outfit when she's wrapped up walking home from her Christmas party all the way back to cottage. By the oh. way, longest commute ever. She's on this old Hogwarts train and then she's like walking through the town. And By the time she gets home, it's Christmas Day. It takes forever. She has that big grey coat on she's got the beanie pulled down she is so sad that she has found out jasper is engaged and she just holding it in until she gets home and then it's just like (laughs) talking about like beginning scenes can we just give a shout out to amanda's pajamas they're so nice oh my god the ones when she's throwing out ethan the silky yeah so stylish where can i get those are they like the white company or something those are the type of pajamas that if you just put them on you instantly wake up with a face full of makeup and your hair's perfect it's just it can't it's a package deal (laughs) that's why they cost like 90 pounds but as she's saying that i really like her pajama combination once she's in the cottage she's got that white knitted jumper she's got a little hat and scarf that match she's wearing tracksuit bottoms tucked into uggs and of course she's holding a glass full of red wine it's just everything about it i'm into as you say amanda does have probably the most iconic outfits in this film apart from her being in those pajamas what's the one that stands out for you i love her look when her and graham or should i say graham he really lucked out looking the way he does with a name like graham simpkins (laughs) no so it's when amanda and graham go for that sunday lunch at that country manor that gorgeous country manor and oh. she's wearing that really nice sheepskin and suede beige coat. It's just so classy and so of its time. I feel like I've seen that coat make a comeback on Instagram. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, one of the outfits most imprinted in my brain from the holiday is when she first arrives in Surrey. Yeah. And she gets out of the taxi and, you know, the taxi driver, who is a wanker, by the way, is like, Oh, sorry, ma'am. I don't think I can drive anymore. Oh, shut up. If this was Uber, you would be getting zero stars. Right? Zero oh my God. I, he is the worst supporting character by far. <laughs> He's such a dick. She was asleep. He woke her up and was like, oh, I can't drive up there. And she's like, what? I've got to go all the way up there. And then he just pisses off. Yeah. And makes her carry that massive case for like Two 20 cases. minutes. Oh, that's so bad. But that actually looked a bit like me arriving in Oslo. <laughs> Sorry, you can take the girl out of London, but do you you know what I mean? So she's got that black coat on with the sheepskin. Mm -hmm. She's wearing stilettos. She's got black sunglasses, that cream-coloured polo neck. Very classy. 
and she just has to run in the snow in that outfit. So that stands out for me because remember she holds onto the branch and all the snow falls on her. All head. the snow falls on. Yeah, that's the scene I remember the most. She looks great even with like a whole thing of snow on her face yeah. and like a bird's nest that she obviously like brought down with her. <laughs> so the most iconic outfit has to be. And I think the world will agree with me on this. Jude Law in his glasses. Ah, How can Jude Law look even more attractive in glasses? He's just so amazing. Especially when he takes them off to dry his eyes because I'm a weeper. (laughs) Women love guys who can show a bit of vulnerability, okay? Oh, yeah. Do you know when people are like, what's your type? Jude Law, full stop. (laughs) That's it. I mean, they should really do like a Specsavers advert with Jude Law. Do you know what I mean? Just a Christmas advert. That would be so funny. Specsavers, if you're listening, get in touch. It should be like all these ugly men and as soon as they put on glasses, they turn into Jude Law work with glasses. All the women are just like, oh. Have we just discovered the best marketing campaign in the world? Our talents are wasted here. Bye, guys. You'll never hear from us again. We're going to move into glasses marketing. If you need us, hit us up. Let's talk about best quotes. We want to take our time with this because, come on, there's so many good quotes in the holiday. I mean, if you have a script written by Nancy Myers, everything's going to be quotable. Can I kick off? So there's a couple things that happen within the first scene where we meet Amanda. So first of all, she's like fighting with Ethan about him cheating on her. And halfway through the argument, she's like, (sighs) esophageal spasm. It's a big one. That really tickled me. I don't know why. You were telling me that it, it comes from Nancy's own experience. Apparently she suffered from esophagus spasms. And yeah, so that's why Amanda has esophagus spasms. Because Nancy Myers has suffered with that. I actually think we should discuss the beginning montage when Kate Winslet first starts to speak. She does that really big monologue. It's just so iconic, like the way she's talking about unrequited love. And I have willingly loved that man for over three miserable years. The absolute worst years of my life. Heart pounding, throat thickening, absolutely can't swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you are so good at these lines. I love that for any English person that we are imitating, we really put on the accent thick. She thick when I'm doing (laughs) Kate Winslet impersonations. So have you ever experienced unrequited love? Oh my God. I think for a solid year, I was listening to Adele's cover of Make You Feel My Love at school. (laughs) So tragic. I even had it in my MSN description. Like I had the lyrics. Oh yeah, there was a guy I was like absolutely in love with and he was tragically straight. And yeah, I was just pining over him. I'm a Libra, so like the biggest romantic you will ever meet in your life. Obviously, I've had my heart broken. But never like heartbroken as in I want to sniff gas from a stove. <laughs> oh, well, do you know what? Unrequited love has to happen to you in your life. And you just get better over time. Level up, people. Yeah, I'm a big believer in life lessons. And that, honey, is a lesson. All the guys I've been heartbroken over continue to view my Instagram story. Ah! Why do you care about my life? So there's also that quote where Amanda is, she's on the Home Exchange website and she's like, oh, Bora Bora, kayak for one. (laughs) That sounds great. Bora Bora on your own. 
Yes. Yeah, just sunbathe every day. Why? You don't have to get a kayak. I love that scene because when they're introducing themselves, Iris is like, I'm Iris, by the way. Very normal. Which, sorry, by the way, anyone who describes themselves as normal is probably not normal. And then she goes like, neat freak, healthy, non-smoker, single, hate my horrible life. (laughs) (laughs) And then Amanda follows up with, I'm Amanda, loner, loser, complicated wreck. <laughs> so good, honest. Ah, oh, this film. So in the film, Graham and Amanda have been having sex and Amanda's like, did we do it? And then he's like, call me old fashioned, but one doesn't have sex with women who are unconscious. Anything Jude Law says can be charming. Unlike Miles, who is just like so <laughs> embarrassing. What's that line oh. he says about Maggie? Okay, well, he's not doing himself any favours in terms of trying to keep Maggie. Just the way he talks or the way he says stuff is like, Miles, shh, remember that line? She's on location in New Mexico. <laughs> oh, that brisket was great. And those chocolate macaroons. Oh so my funny. goodness. Are you embarrassed by this song I am playing? <laughs> Literally, I would turn around and just leave that video store in a heartbeat. I would, yeah, I would take that big dollop drink he got me and just throw it in his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bit when Iris and Arthur are in the restaurant Mm -hmm. and Arthur goes, bear with me on this one, Americans. You know what I've been asking myself all night? (laughs) What? I'm wondering why a beautiful woman like you would go to a stranger's house for her Christmas vacation and on top of that, spend her Saturday night with an old cocker like me. Old cocker? (laughs) He's horny for it. His wife has been gone too long. (laughs) He let you go. This is not a hard one to figure out. You see, in the movies, we have the leading ladies and we have the best friend. You, I can tell, are a leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. You're so right. You're supposed to be the leading lady of your own life, for God's sake. (laughs) Arthur, I've been going to a therapist for three years and she's never explained anything to me that well. That was brilliant. Brutal, but brilliant. Thank you. (laughs) Arthur gives the advice. Incredible. First of all, well done. Accents, 10 out of 10. Thank you. We don't want to be out there pretending we're the best friend when we are the leading ladies of our own life. Am I right, Barney? Oh, honey, you said it. Oh, God. (laughs) No, that is such good advice. And I just need, need an Arthur in my life. Arthur, I will be your date to any restaurant you want to go to. Also, um, side note, I got a notification. Joe Biden is president. (gasps) What? Ding, ding. Oh. Oh, taste of victory. (laughs) I'm getting an esophageal spasm in a good way. (laughs) Speaking of Iris, I love when she's kind of in that three-way call between... Amanda and Graham and um she says to Graham I can't believe you've been having sex with the woman staying in my house and then she realizes that she's actually still talking to Amanda and Amanda goes he told you that oh my god I thought I was talking to Graham hold please and then she switches I can't believe you had sex with Amanda 
the one thing she asked me were, are there any men in your town? And I assured her that there were not. And then you immediately get into her knickers. And then Amanda's like, still me. I think Kate Winslet actually said in an interview that that part was really difficult. Five pages of dialogue. It's so intense. And like, obviously, she's not actually on the phone to Jude Law. And it takes a lot of acting. Sorry, just while we're talking about Jude Law, just when Amanda goes to his house with the little picnic bag and realizes that he has two daughters and she's like, Daddy? And then Jude Law goes, Yes, I am Daddy. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> yes. Oh, daddy. Oh, my God. His shirt slightly unbuttoned. Ah, bellissima. And they're having the Hanukkah party. One of Arthur's friends is like, Marion had a beautiful laugh. Then Arthur goes, did he say she had a beautiful ass? <laughs> you know who would be such a good fit at that dinner party? Who? The grandpa from Freaky Friday. Earthquake! Earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> She makes some good foods. That's really annoying when you've got all the good checklists that a guy would want and then you're still single. Isn't that the worst when you feel like, yes, I can cook. Yes, I'm amazing. <laughs> but I think we should end on the quote, which is really cute for the holiday. And it's when Iris picks up Arthur from his house to go to his award ceremony and he gives her that flower to put on her wrist, which yeah. is so cute. And then he's like, I'm sorry if this is corny. And then she goes, I'm looking for corny in my life. That's so a classic cute. Nancy Myers line. If you were given that corsage and you'd already picked out your outfit and you're like, fuck, this does not go with my outfit. What would you do? Wear it in the cab and take it off when he's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> As he's walking up those stairs, you're like, fling it off, throw it behind you. Yeah. So Emily, now it's our favourite time of the podcast, Can We Discuss? And this film is long, so I think there's a lot of points that we need to bring up. I'll start. Foreplay is not overrated. Thank you! Anyway, on to next discussion point. Um, (laughs) I was just going to say, Jasper, I'm sorry, he's nothing special. He's just a curly bastard. And, like, the fact that Iris is so hooked up on him goes to show how desperate she is. He lied about getting her a Christmas gift. Because then when she was like, oh, that's so funny, I've got you one as well. Then he's like, oh, uh, I think it's in my car. And then when he opens her present, he's like, you stinker. (laughs) That is not a way to schmooze a woman. Like, oh, come on, he calls you stinker. Like, it's really like... One time, suddenly you're called stinker (laughs) left, right and (laughs) centre. We've all been there, ladies, right? No. Oh, yeah, same. The bit that really killed it for me in their relationship is when he sent those papers to her and he didn't even write a note. It was just like a note that says Jasper Bloom on the top. What a dick. She should have just thrown those papers in the pool. Burnt them on that lovely Nancy Myers stove. (laughs) Let's just talk about Maggie for a second. Iris and Miles have had the worst luck in love. Maggie is not nice. She lied that she was on a work trip. She said there was snow where she was. And she wasn't. She was with that guy. And I'm not surprised that Miles needed to take that vodka. I don't know. Why would she even say yes to him in the first place? No offence, Miles, but like, what was she getting out of that? She just obviously wants a bad boy douchebag. And she just wasn't ready for a guy who likes flutes. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, if a guy likes flutes, then there's cause for concern. Oh, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I always wonder that with the recorder. Like, why did we have to learn that in year two? The be-all, end-all of instruments. <laughs> like, no self-respecting adult plays the recorder. What were they training us for? <laughs> the Three Blind Mice reunion tour. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, So Thank I you. have something that I need to discuss. Why is Graham a terrible, terrible father? He's just out drinking and sexing all the time. And he's never with his daughters. Why is he giving his daughters their individual mobile phones? He gets two calls and they say, like, you know, calling Sophie, calling Olivia. Why do they have mobile phones? They're like four years old. Maybe it's because they're like independent now. They've got their own house, but it's not really a house. It's a tent in their room. <laughs> that was a really cute tent, though. Those stars. And like, it just looks so cosy. We um, love three musketeers. Sophie, she's a cutie. You're gonna, you're gonna love this, Amanda. It's so funny. It's really funny. <laughs> honey, what you find funny is not funny to adults. <laughs> you know, when Amanda gives them the wine, she's like, "Oh, sorry about the wine. They had the wine." Glug <laughs> <laughs> glug in the tent. <laughs> okay, so this is something I want to discuss. We're saying that Amanda's voice is annoying when she's like, "Graham." It's actually Ethan. His voice is so annoying. You sleep with your Blackberry and you've cut 75 trailers this year. Like, ew, she should have broken up with him just because of his voice. It's annoying. And his, like, baggy boxes. And there's actually something else Amanda says that we definitely need to talk about. And that is that bit where she says that stress causes our DNA to shrink. <gasps> now, it's 2020. And if stress causes women's DNA to shrink and makes us look haggard, or whatever she says, I'm going to come out of this looking like a prune. Um, <laughs> like, no Botox is going to save this face. I've never done Botox in my life, but after 2020, if my DNA is going to shrink, maybe it's something I have to do. As soon as I'm back in London, we'll, we'll go and get some injections. <laughs> I think there's got to be some like type of Groupon deal that we can get, like, couples Botox. Um... I want to touch on when Iris is roped into Jasper's engagement announcement at the Telegraph. You know, the, the boss is like, oh, Iris, I've got a scoop for you about a new engagement that like no one's heard of. And it's Jasper Bloom and like boring McBoring. That scene is so heartbreaking. I feel so bad for her. And cruel of that boss because it sounds like Hannah, the friend, was talking as if like a lot of people knew that she was into him. So rude, man. Hmm. Men in the media workplace, what can I say? Yeah, white men. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. So the thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that I miss blockbusters. Same. So nostalgic for it. Barney and I have been friends since we were seven and we grew up on the same street. So our Friday nights used to be go to blockbusters and get a video. And that was like a good activity to do, you know? Blockbuster's own brand popcorn tastes so good. I miss it every day. And that scene just got me so nostalgic for it. Although there's nothing worse than going down to Blockbuster's with a film in mind and then seeing that they don't have any copies of it. Generation Z, they just don't know their stress. The last thing I would love to discuss is just the fact that we have a happy ending in the in the holiday, right? Like they're all celebrating New Year's Eve together. But come on, let's be real. 
None of these relationships are going to have happy endings. Amanda's not going to move her movie trailer business to England. Graham can't move his daughters to LA. You know, that'd be so irresponsible. Iris, I guess, could move to LA, but she'd be leaving her brother, her nieces, and her job at the Telegraph behind. And Miles could move to London as a composer. But then again, you've got to remember, he's only known Iris like two weeks like and also visas i'm sorry if you're not a citizen it is so hard to get a visa to live there so i just don't see it happening i think they're gonna have really nice new years together and then they're just never gonna see each other again and it's kind of depressing but look it's the real world we like to think that they're still together probably married now maybe have some children can you imagine how annoying kate winslet's children would be with jack black frudely do you <laughs> Kate Winslet goes to the gas cooker just for some relief, like, ah, holiday. (laughs) Right, shall we go on to trivia? Trivia! We're coming! (laughs) (laughs) So, now we're going on to the trivia round which um is for you guys at home so excited for this so i want you to name one of the books amanda has on the plane oh my gosh it's one of them like the kite catcher or something i almost want to give you that point actually she does have the kite runner okay yeah she also has the power of now atonement team of rivals harry potter and the sorcerer's stone okay (laughs) Bob Dylan Chronicles, The Corrections, Runaway, and The Wisdom of Forgiveness by the Dalai Lama. Oh my gosh! Well done, Amanda. Did she read any? We don't know. No, she didn't. She was going to, and then the trailer guy's like, Amanda Woods has it all. (laughs) You just had to pull that eye mask on and sleep, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, here's my one for you. What is the name of the fake Lindsay Lohan and James Franco film trailer that Amanda is cutting? Um, Lindsay Lohan and James Franco film. All I can see in my head is them in the cutting room where she's like, make it a Christmas red, not like a squark. What's his name? Squarkles. Squarkles, you red. <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> Scorsese red. Make it a happy red, a Christmas red, not a Scorsese red. Squarkozy. You know, and then also when she's in Amanda's cottage and like the dog is sitting with her and she's like, and she gets so happy that her trailer's on the TV. Lindsay Lohan and James Franco. And then I forget. So it's called Deception. And at the end it goes, Christmas Day. Cool. Okay, so this is my next question for you. Name the car graham drives it's like a range is it a land rover it is a range rover oh my god i almost said range rover yeah okay you can win back the point if you can tell me what amanda drives and what iris drives um i have no idea okay so amanda drives a mini cooper it's the red one which when she's driving past the truck and like swerves into the he's like don't hit me don't hit me don't hit me i hate this i hate this and iris drives a lexus so, oh, nice. <laughs> I remember when we were younger and you were like, when I get a thousand pounds, I'm going to buy a Mini Cooper with a Union Jack on the roof. Did I say that? Yeah, and I thought that was the coolest thing. And also you oh. said that um, you were going to buy a shop. Oh, I will be in my older age, that market clerk. Oh, someone's having a party. 
and I'll and I'll just sell people wine and chocolate. It'll be amazing. Please, I love that. <laughs> okay, all right. When Miles first meets Iris, he says that when the Santa Ana's wind blows, something happens. He says all bets are off. You got it. <laughs> Don't blow oh. away. Oh, that's so cute. When she gets the little dirt in her eye. Yeah, and then it gets infected, and then her eye has to come out. (laughs) So fun watching the deleted scenes. So what Christmas song is playing when Iris is driving to Amanda's house? Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? Um, Walking in a winter wonderland. Yes! Yeah, it's like a it's like a version I haven't heard before. It's like it's really nice. Yeah, one of my favorite Christmas songs is "Baby Please Come Home" by Darlene Love. I love driving home for Christmas. That's my favorite. He can't wait to see those faces. Gold classic Christmas. Okay, this is this is a tough one. Name three of the movies Miles hums the scores to in Blockbuster. Okay, he does Jaws. Yeah. Two notes and you've got a villain. <laughs> um, <laughs> he does... Da, 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 da. Chariots of Fire? Yes. What's the other one? The one that Dustin Hoffman is in. And he's like, oh, oh. I can't believe this. Every time. I'm not sure of that one. Uh, it's mm. like, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Oh. And that film is The Graduate. And the other one that you said, like, da, 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 yeah. Gone with the Wind. Oh. Yeah. You got two out of four. They also talk about Casablanca, but that's not in the video store. It's in when they're at home and they're talking about, like, how Arthur suggested the here's looking at you kid line. Yeah. Actually, why were they at Blockbusters when Amanda had that? cinema a million dvds right yeah i really want that house a house with a gym oh i would not touch that room so nice black accents and like white sofas great i mean it's a nancy Uh, myers house so i'm into it it's gonna be good yeah okay i've got a question for you what's graham's job he's a book editor yes at Random very House? Good. Oh no, his mum works at Random his House. His mum works at Random House. Very well done. Yay. Okay, here's my one for you. Mm-hmm. What is the name of Amanda's lipstick? Berry Kiss. Yes! <laughs> he won't let me wear perfume. It's because you already smell good. That's so cute. <laughs> okay, I've got a question for you. My final question for you. Amanda hasn't cried in how many years? This is my question to you. Really? <laughs> 15. She was 15 when she last cried. Oh, one tear. (laughs) How funny. That was my last question to you. Wow. Okay. So I need to give you a question. Um, Let me think off the top of my head. Um, Whilst Barney does this pause, did you know that the um, pub that Graham invites Amanda to meet him in is actually real? Yes. The White Horse. The White Horse. And you can actually have a drink there. So I think we should go there just in the hope that Jude Law will arrive. I'm sure he does that every... Every Christmas, right? Every Christmas. This is like a double question. And you might know it, you might not. Okay, so Arthur says that Cary Grant is from where? Surrey. Yes. However, he's actually not from Surrey. Do you know where Cary Grant is actually from? Bristol. Yes! Yes! Someone's looked at that IMDb page. (laughs) So Cary Grant is a man, apparently. 
<laughs> Isn't that weird? Why would they make such a point of that in the film if he actually wasn't from Surrey? Gary Grant was from Surrey. Because there's so many famous people from Surrey. Hey, listen, we I think we did pretty good in that trivia round. I love the holiday. We did it. Do you know what I'd really love right now, Barney, is if me and you poured ourselves some more red wine and make some fettuccine. Fettuccine Alfredo. Perfect. And some macaroons. Oh, they were exquisite. We want to thank you so much for listening and remember to tune in next Monday for another episode of Hey Now, Hey Now. Anyway, we'll leave you with this Christmas number. Fruitly do, fruitly do, doodly do, 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 do. Woo! Jude Law, send me your number. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.